the best music. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome to Q's Lounge, you guys. Mary J. Let's have some fun. It's so hard to fake when everything I do is real. Honey and a doggy bag, I ain't missing no meals. Don't move on me wrong, I need to save my energy. What's up, Q's Lounge? What's up, internet? Industry. What's up, Facebook? What's up, YouTube? No way, no way. What's up, Twitter? Only positive vibes. I don't pay no mind. Only positive vibes. I don't pay no mind. Every day, like my breath. Yeah. Bring the cake in. Yeah. Bring the cake in. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Q. Brother Q. You just stepped into Q Lounge. And I feel amazing. And we're going to call this the Super Bowl party. Yeah. Hey, make sure you go ahead and uh, share the link. Let's go. We're going to get in. We're going to get in. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about love always. Keep smiling, guys. I'm so excited. Right now, right now. Right now, right now. Yeah. Hey. What are them songs? You can't tell me nothing. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. I feel amazing. Shout out to Shout out to Q Clowns. Fans, followers. I appreciate you guys for tuning in late. And if you watch this in replay, we appreciate you too. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Q. And uh, I'm your host of Q's Lounge. And you have just walked in to another Q's Lounge episode. And I am super excited because it's Super Bowl weekend. And the Super Bowl is on the West Coast. And it's in... um, my home state, California. Unfortunately, I won't be able to be there. My team is not playing, but I'm super excited. And um, for, once again, anybody that is tuning in for the first time, this is Q's Lounge. I am your host, Q, um, Brother Q. Uh, Q's Lounge is a space that was created for us to be able to connect. This is our space for us to connect, to vibe. Um, what mostly happens in this space is that we, we talk about love. And um, I have a a belief that you know that um, everything under the sun is a matter of the heart. So tonight we'll be talking about when a man loves a woman, and um, I'll be giving you my perspective, and I'll share you know my insights because I happen to be a man, <laughs> and, uh, and so we'll we'll do that. But before we get into that, you know, um, our last show was what's love got to do with it. Be sure. Uh, to go back and watch that and I challenge us all to make sure that we ask the question about everything in our life um, what does love have to do with it and um, 
do with, you know, your goals, the relationship. Um, more importantly, you know, a takeaway that I got too, you know, from the show and watching and replay was what does love have to do a lot of times with some of the conversations that we're having, you know, the arguments, the, you know, the, uh, uh, sometimes the despair that you're in, um, the fear, you know, if we can, if we can find our way back to love, sometimes it'll give us clarity and, and oftentimes it'll help us to forgive and, and to get back on the right track. And so I just challenge us all, you know, to just ask ourselves that internal question. And then if you are in love or you're in a love relationship, whether it's romantic or if it's in a friendship or even parenting, that you ask the question, um, what does love, where is the love in this conversation and make sure that you are centered. Um, but again, I wanted to just say, you know, this is Super Bowl Sunday weekend. And I just had this thought that I wanted to share with you guys. I'm super excited. You know, the game is going to be good. The game is, you know, the Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I, I don't think I'll say who I'm, I'm rooting for because I'm kind of like kind of have mixed feelings between the two because, you know, Cincinnati has never won a Super Bowl. And uh, growing up, you know, um, watching them play and miss out, miss their opportunities, you know, for the Super Bowl. Um, but also, I'm kind of excited for the West Coast. I'm excited for uh, what's going on, um, especially, you know, in the halftime. But this is a, you know, the Los Angeles Rams have their, you know, new stadium and the Rams are playing in the new stadium um, at home in the Super Bowl. I don't know when the last time there was a home, you know, a home team playing in, the, you know, playing in the stadium. So and they're in their home stadium. So that's exciting. But one of the things that I wanted to talk about that kind of interests me in talking to uh, friends of mine was the halftime show. Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Eminem. There are going to be um, some of our favorite artists that we grew up with that are finally going to be reaching the mainstream. Um, the halftime show to me over the years has, has not been something that I've always enjoyed. You know, people talk about the... Uh, a lot of folks were talking about, you know, the show that Janet Jackson was in with uh, Justin Timberlake. Um, but other than that, there's Michael Jackson, um, but never anything to me that really truly represented hip hop. And so, you know, I looked up, you know, looked up and seen, you know, Snoop, Snoop and Mary J. Blige happened to come out with their first albums um, or first kind of hitting the, the scene with the music scene back in 1992. So about 30 years ago. So. To me, I have this feeling like it's taken a long time for the NFL, um, a long time for um, the media at large, you know, and, and television to really accept hip hop, you know, and hip hop is something to me that is um, more American than apple pie. You know what I mean? Because it where it comes from, because um, it was something that definitely was not um, supported as when I was a, when I was a a child, you know, we didn't have um, hip hop the way that we do now, the access to it on the radio. Um, I believe back in the day, uh, UMTV raps, we only had like an hour a day of that. And then you couldn't find it on any, you know, mainstream uh, media. So I'm super excited to see Mary J perform. Uh, she has a new album. Snoop has a new album out. Um, and I'm also kind of anticipating some, um, you know, special guests. So it's, gonna be fun i think it's gonna be something that we'll be talking about for a while i hope everything is in order and there's no uh you know um malfunctions of any costume malfunctions or anything like that um but i do expect that there's probably going to be 
a monumental moment for hip hop. And I'm just glad that it's happening um, in California on the West Coast. And um, and there's going to be a lot of parents who are <laughs> who are over 30, 45 years old uh, who might be sea walking in the kitchen um, <laughs> for the Super Bowl. But I wanted to, um, you know, talk with you guys today um, about the um, when when a man loves a woman. Um, this is something that I've been, you know, kind of preparing for a while, but I just wanted to, well, let me say this. We're going to talk about, it's also Valentine's Day weekend. Before we jump into that, it's Valentine's Day weekend. So we're going to kind of probably mix these things, you know, up a little bit. A lot of people are, you're probably on their Valentine's Day weekend celebration right now, just, you know, celebrating the entire weekend and the Super Bowl. Um, I think Valentine's Day is... Um, is interesting you know um you know like i said you know we talk here on q's lounge you know um all things matter of the heart and valentine's day you know i asked the question about what love you know got to do with in our last episode and then i recently just uh, posted on our on our page on our q's lounge page what does val what does love have to do with valentine's day and so um i hope that you are you know um showing love and sharing love you know what i mean um this valentine's day um to me it's something that you know it's it's something that i hope that whatever you make of it that you are all in with it you know and i think um you know one of the things too is having you know expectations um be met you know what i mean like after the 14th like what happens to expectations and whatever expectations you have going into valentine's day I, my prayer is that you would have those expectations for you and your mate, you know, and your husband all the time. So just take note, like take a mental note of like how you're feeling with this anticipation for Valentine's Day and and have that same expectation for one another, like all the time, right? Don't need like a holiday to like get excited about love. Like if you love each other, be excited about love. If you have both woke up, you know, and have it and have chosen one another, um, be excited to be excited about that. You know what I mean? And carry it out throughout the entire year and acknowledge it. And I'll say, like I've said before and speak it out, you know, don't let it be something that you, um, don't let it be something that has to be compartmentalized, walk in it, live in it. And, um, you know, and I would also say too, to the fellas, this is a time for you to flex. <laughs> Use Valentine's as a time to flex, but I'm going to challenge you, you know, don't let it, don't rely just on, just on your, on your money and um and and flowers and we'll get into that uh so listen when a man loves a woman uh, uh, when a man loves a woman what will he do ladies what will he do what what do you when do you know a man loves a woman and i'll just i'm gonna share from my heart and um and i have a i have a lot of notes i don't know if we'll go over all of them and here's the deal you may not agree so if you don't agree fellas um that's cool you know that's cool let me know what you don't agree with um but i'm gonna share you know my hope is to share because i think sometimes people people are in a relationship tonight today and they've been in a relationship and they really don't know if that person really loves them at all and so maybe from this show and after you know just kind of listen to a few things and processing maybe you might start thinking you know be able to identify you know does he love me or be able to ask questions and so um, and to the fellas, you know, possibly from this, you know, from this show that maybe you can ask yourself the question, you know, as well. Like, do you really love this woman? Right. And um, and if you do, 
And if you do, you know, maybe, you know, maybe there may be some encouragement or maybe there might be some realizations that, you know, that that maybe you don't. Right. But let's just go ahead and go there. Um, when a man loves a woman, this is something that, um, you know, this is something that I truly believe. When a man loves a woman, he becomes um, he becomes vulnerable, you know, he becomes vulnerable. And oftentimes, you know, that's like that's something that is when a man is able to put his guard down for a woman. This is something that is really hard for a man to do because we've got so many things that are on the inside of us that we've that we've learned um, and that we've been programmed to. Um, not by choice, even we just kind of are born into, you know, an egotistical way of like how we see ourselves and how we, you know, how we're, you know, how we are perceived as well as, you know, just what we're to think. And so the realization is, you know, you, you can't really have love. I've said this before. You can't really have love without vulnerability. So when a man loves a woman, he starts to become vulnerable. And when he starts to become vulnerable, he starts to you know, he starts to shed, you know, his pride and his ego. And a lot of what, you know, a man is often using, I think, you know, to to attract a woman sometimes is his swag, you know, his charisma, you know, the things that, you know, the razzle dazzle, you know, his sexy, you know. But the reality of it is, and I, and I think the same can go for women, too. But, you know, I'm, I'm just speaking from, you know, today as a man, you know, oftentimes, it's, um, you know, these first impressions, you know, the influence that we can, you know, present to you. But once we fall in love, um, you know, we become vulnerable. And one of the key things, you know, for a man to to be able to to feel vulnerable is to feel safe because in him breaking out of, you know, this this code, you know, this man code that we have on ourselves. We have to get vulnerable. And and what it is, is, you know. When you have that attraction and you you found a woman who you feel like you can be safe with, you start to realize like you don't have it all together in certain areas. Um, you might find out, you know, you might have some self-esteem things. You know what I mean? You might find out that um, you might be shallow in certain areas. You might not understand certain things, you know, and and these are some things that, you know, as a man becomes vulnerable that. You know, and he's saying to a woman in the way that he is loving her, the way that he is making this transformation, which is, you know, another thing to look for women, like look for him trying to change, you know, look for him, you know, doing the work. Um, you know, I believe when a man loves a woman, he has to look at himself. You know, he looks at himself and and he wants to be worthy. You know, he wants to be worthy. And this is in my mind right now, I'm speaking to a woman who is who is whole, who is healthy, who is who is good for him. And that's usually those those are the things for a man where he starts to look at himself and, and wanting to um, make change to love her, to love her more. And so a lot of men start to do do the work. And a lot of times it will happen, you know, perhaps after, you know, after a broken relationship where he has to look at himself, look at his missteps and look at things like, you know, 
you know, I need to be more, I need to be able to communicate better, you know, because in the last relationship, she said, I didn't, you know, I wasn't a good communicator. I didn't tell her how I feel. Right. So a man starts to begin to learn, like, you know, he's got some, you know, some barriers, you know, that he has to break through. And so a lot of men will go and get, get, get help and they're starting to see, you know, and I just really thankful to see um, a lot more men who are going to get counseling, you know, who are, who are doing the work, getting therapy. Um, I believe, you know, um, a man, when he's, when he starts to love a woman, you know, he can, um, he can see where he needs help and ask for help. Um, he'll ask for help from a therapist who ask for help from, you know, his close friends. Um, and there's these moments, women, <laughs> that I want to tell you that he's going to ask help from you. And, you know, one of the things I'll say is because the way that you met him, um, you know, that first impression that you have sometimes, you know, a lot of women are holding on to the first impression and vulnerability, you know, vulnerability is a completely different look. Sometimes if you don't, if you don't walk in vulnerability, um, you kind of can evolve and, and um, evolve into vulnerability. I think a lot of men do, you know, I think I'm, I myself am, obviously a lot more transparent in a lot of ways and not every man is. And I think that you shouldn't, you know, shouldn't expect that from every man to kind of meet you in vulnerability. They'll meet you as they are, but I'll let, I'm, I'm wanting to share this podcast today to let you know that there are layers. We have a lot of layers as men and we actually, you know, I believe um, love at a deeper level than women actually see. And I think we also um, at a fault, at our own fault, um, you know, are uh, have some stumbling blocks too because, oh my goodness, um, this is hard to say, but I, I believe we have some stumbling blocks too because of, you know, because of the, the sexuality of a relationship, right? And, um, but at the end of the day, we are human just as you are with, you know, ladies. And I think that um, as we grow up and we grow and mature, and we grow and, and, you know, get help um, with our vulnerability and dealing with, you know, whether it be pride, anger, ego, whatever it might be, um, we become more um, vulnerable and needing to have needing to have your encouragement. And so I want to say, you know, I want to say to to women, if when you notice him changing, when you notice the transformation happening, um, especially if you're in a, already in the relationship and you're starting to see him make the changes, um, you know, it's a time to hold space and allow, you know, allow the growth to happen. I, I believe it doesn't happen overnight, but I do know that a lot of men, we know we have this, like I said, we, we have some mantras that we've lived by and it doesn't work in, doesn't work in a love relationship. So, um, another sign here for when, when a man loves a woman is his courage and optimism is through the roof. You know, um, when a man finds a woman that he loves, um, it, you know, for me, for me as a man, it does something to, uh, it does something to, to kind of, um, make me, makes you feel like you can do anything. You know what I mean? It makes you feel like you can do anything when you have a woman that you love who is supportive, right? Again, I'm speaking to, you know, speaking to a healthy relationship, you know? And one of the things too, I would say is do inventory, as I say, because a lot of times, you know, there are, there are relationships where people are, you know, I've, who can say that they love somebody 
and hate them at the same time. That's that's not what I'm talking about. I, I'm speaking to whole relationships. And so um, when a man has support and he's and he's vulnerable and he feels safe, his courage, you know, his uh, his authority as a man, it it's something that is to me. I, I think it's what attracts women. And he's able to do things that he would not be able to do without this love and support, you know? And so it's definitely something when you start to hear his optimism, you can hear him speak about his his vision, you know? He has a vision, he has a plan, and he'll start to talk about, he'll start, start to talk about you and that vision if he loves you, right? He'll start, start to have really fine details, you know? And, and again, you have to have discernment because there are people who may not all the way be there yet and they can talk about something, but you can just listen and see how fine the details are when they explain, you know, what their vision, what their outlook is in, in life. And I, and I, and I say, um, you know, listen with your heart, listen to him talk about, you know, what his goals are, his ambitions, listen, how he's, you know, embarking on challenges. Right. Um, and, and just seeing how he's, you know, working himself to, to bust through challenges as well. Um, when a man loves a woman, this is something that, you know, I think is um, important as well, um, is he prioritizes you. He prioritizes your peace uh, and your needs. Um, and, he, and he puts less pressure on you about sex when a man loves a woman. Not saying it doesn't, it doesn't say that it goes away. You know what I mean? But there's less pressure that he puts on you about physical needs, right? Because he's concerned about your heart. And so uh, when a man loves when a man loves a woman, he's gonna be able to listen more. Um, he's gonna be able to um, he's gonna be able to hear and see, you know. And there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of conversations where you know there's um, miscommunication where it, it feels like at times when women may feel alone or they feel as though um, he's not listening, you know, but when a man loves a woman, he stops thinking about himself and he's, he's selfless. And a big thing that happens that, you know, that I want to share with you as well is a man begins to pray for you and he may not even tell you as well. And these are, these are, these are things that I believe that are important for the relationship, you know, for when a man loves a woman is that he does pray for, you know, pray for his woman. And, and pray for his family and prays for his children. You know, these are these these are some things that he should talk about. You know, these are some things that um, that he should wear on his chest, you know, on his sleeve, I should say as well. Right. Um, and and if you don't pray, but he prays, there's something about, you know, praying that to me, it, it takes the love a lot deeper because it's spiritual right and so um these are these are some characteristics i say some traits you know to look for in your man and also i just think as as men um get there you know what i mean if you're not there um pray for her you know if you haven't prayed for in a while it for her in a while um i encourage you i encourage you to pray for your wife and for uh for your mate and um and for your family and you know, make it be you know something that you know that you put out there, you know, as um, something that you lead with, and share the vision. You know, continue sharing the vision and sharing the dreams. Um, but again, he prioritizes you, ladies. 
He puts you first. He puts you. He puts you first, and he puts your needs first, in a way to where um, it's selfless. He wants to help you. You know, he wants to build you up. You know, he wants you to to be strong. He wants to empower you. And um, when I, I believe when a man loves a woman, he he speaks life. You know, he speaks love over you and over your life. Um, and I, it's not to say that you we you know that we won't have issues, we won't argue, and we won't have challenges. But ultimately, when a man loves a woman, um, you know he's he he will lay down his wife, his life for his wife. Um, when a man loves a woman, um, he'll cut off interference. And what do I mean by that? You know, we go through stages before we, before marriage. You know, we have you have the first date, you have dating, and maybe some people are dating multiple people. We'll talk about that on another on another podcast. Um, but you go through the stages of the relationship and there's, you know, there's, you know, the old version of him or, or there's the version of him before you had his heart. Um, and there's this part of us as men, you know, that we have also have some, some boyish ways. And I believe that, um, as a man grows and, and feels safe, you know, in this love relationship with you, he starts to cut off ties with old relationships um not just with you know ex-girlfriends or you know exes or anything like that um but also with also with some of the you know some of the guys who may not have been you know the best influence for him you know um because you have those friends that you have that you've had for a long time we talked about this on other shows but you've got that you know that circle of friends that um may not be you know, you know, may not be there in regards to having, you know, they don't have, they don't have a love in their life. They don't have somebody that, you know, that they would um, hate to lose, you know? So, um, so what happens is he just starts cutting his cutoff. He starts to cut off these interferences. And now that we live in like the social media era too, um, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things that a man will do to make sure that he is focused on you, prioritized on you. And there's no, uh, there's no distraction. Um, and again, these aren't things that are just for men. There's also for women too, but he definitely, it starts to put you first in all areas. Um, I mentioned also too, that he holds space. He holds space. Um, he's patient. Um, we're listening to you, listening to your hearts, listening to your fears, listening to your own dreams and ambitions. Um, and again, again, I mentioned as well about cutting off. There's, he's also setting boundaries. You know, there's, there's something about keeping old friendships, you know, that we have, he, he sets boundaries, he sets boundaries with coworkers. He sets boundaries. Um, he sets boundaries with anything that's going to get in between you and him, even with family, right? He sets boundaries with, with that, with the, uh, family members and those things, people that are still important to his heart. Um, but he's got a good balance and he's, and he's showing how important you are. Um, if he's, if a man is loved in a healthy relationship, he will try harder, um, to be more intentional, um, about everything in the relationship. And this is something that is only when the man loves a woman. And it also, I'm also speaking to, you know, some fellas need to grow up, you know, we need to grow up, you know, you're in a relationship and we're, you know, um, 
you're saying that you love this woman, you're using the word love, but I'm talking today about how, you know, you can see the love. My mom always says, it's not what you say, it's what you do, right? And so I just want to say that women discern, um, men discern your own hearts as well. Um, there are people who are going to say, I love you when you're in this love relationship, but they're, they don't want to let you in to that vulnerable place where they're, you know, they're feeling and they're, they're feeling in their heart, uh, that they can't, uh, show you, you know, their, their dark side, you know, their weaknesses, you know, and ladies, when he shows you the weakness, please, please, oh, please, um, do not shame a man who was willing to show you his, his vulnerabilities. Do not shame a man. Don't ever shame a man. If you're shaming any man right now and his vulnerabilities, whether or not you love him or, um, or even if you, I don't want to say that you hate him. I'm like, it's so detrimental, uh, to shame is detrimental to anyone, but to a man, it's just, uh, it's really hard. And I think that's really where there's a breakdown in connection in relationships because of, because of shaming. And I'll just tell you for men in our own culture, we shame each other. You know, that's just something that we do. That's something that we've done. We shame one another. And I think as we grow up and mature, we begin to um, not do that any anymore to one another. And I think that that's, you know, that's a, that's a good sign of maturity. And I think women should pick that up and seeing how, you know, how does he, you know, look at his friendships with other, other men, right? Is he someone that is, um, holding space for you know holding space for friends is he somebody who just talks a lot of trash and and is you know shaming you know shaming other people around him playfully or not um it says a lot about his heart you know and so just you know pick those things up and then also here um when a man loves a woman <laughs> he will uh he'll help out in the kitchen you know what i mean and he'll help out with the kids a lot more as well you know when a man loves a woman he will um he'll do things that that are not atypical and and i think that um you know it you know we should be able to get there you know without the enticements but that's something that you know we're still evolving and having this breakthrough but a man a man who loves a woman will help her with you know uh across the board i, I don't really want to i don't really believe here's something i'll say my, my dad and mom have been married for 52 years and uh shout out to my mom and dad i love you um and the model that they've given you know it's their own recipe that they've had to, that have gotten them through 52 years but it's crazy my dad worked um he was the you know the primary wage earner in the home um and my mom worked as well. And there's a period of time where she didn't because, you know, I have three brothers as well. Um, but my dad to this day right now, when I go home, my dad makes dinner. My dad is doing laundry. My dad is cleaning the house. He's doing things that, you know, traditionally that my mom would have done. And so to me, when a man loves a woman, um, he gets he gets where my dad is at. You know, there is no ego about, you know, who's going to cook, and who's going to clean. And if any man is still stuck on that, um, you're missing out on connection that you can have, you know, by sharing in these things. And I also don't believe that there should be, you know, like some, you know, black and white, just clear roles for men and women as far as household responsibilities. Uh, I definitely feel like we have, um, we've come a long way. And so for a lot of women who are, you know, carrying the burden of the household, a man who loves a woman, I'm telling you fellas, get in the kitchen clean the dishes, 
you know, clean the dishes, make dinner, make dinner plans, make the reservations, um, you know, uh, do what you can to lighten the load, you know, for your woman. And, um, you know, be mindful, you know, be mindful, listen in and seeing what she needs. It may not be, you know, it may not be the kitchen. She might, she might like, you know, cooking, you know, it may be, it may be, um, just making plans, you know, she may want to know that there's plans that you've made and having something to look forward to. So when a man loves a woman, he can pick up on these things. And I, and I also want to say to, you know, to women too, um, this is something that isn't new, but I just want to encourage us all to, you know, to communicate your needs, you know, and declare them clearly declare your needs, you know, don't, you know, this Valentine's day weekend, you know, there's a lot of people that are going to be sitting back waiting to see what he's going to do, you know, to tell you that he loves you. And you're, there's a little bit of, there's an expectation of mind reading. There's, there's an expectation, there's an entitlement, you know, um, for Valentine's day, which I'm not really, I don't co-sign that at all because this is a, this is a mutual holiday. As far as I'm concerned, especially if you've been doing the work, you know, if everybody's been loving equally and, you know, and, um, honestly and sincerely, this shouldn't be about the one person. And, um, and if it is, uh, I would say it's probably because it's just about sex. You know what I mean? And I think the flex should be on something that is a matter of the heart, like going, you know, reach someone's heart with what you have to give and what you have to say, um, by, you know, finding out what is important to them and your relationship should be, uh, should promote love. It should promote romance. It should promote connection. You know, that's what your, your relationship should be promoting. What is your relationship saying? Does your relationship promote communication? You know, um, and these are things that, you know, these are things that, you know, you have to kind of, you have to talk about, you know, this is not something to, to, to assume that he's just going to get it, you know? Um, and, and this sounds, this sounds like a, like a one-sided conversation. Cause I do know that are a lot of men who actually do all of these things and there are women who are not there themselves. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of times that we struggle, we struggle with love and is because um, sadly we don't, you know, we don't love ourselves enough and, um, or we oftentimes don't believe that we deserve, you know, this type of love. There are going to be a lot of people who are going to be taken back, you know, by what they may receive from someone and, and sometimes it scares people, you know, to get, you know, get abundant, get abundant love, you know, that, and it shouldn't be just for, you know, Valentine's Day, but you have somebody who is free, you know, and able to love and to give. And it scares people off because they've never been loved like that, whether or not it's been from their mother, from their father, you know, and I would just say that, you know, you know, open your hearts to receiving that love, you know, open it up. It's awkward. It's crazy. It's crazy when you get somebody to just love you fearlessly and they want to just give you themselves and you know they want to they want to become one you know um becoming one and being vulnerable and being unafraid um and not being ashamed is a really powerful place to be especially in a especially in a marriage and a love you know a a, a love relationship a whole love relationship i mean because when you have the person that you love where you can be fearless and and unashamed you can share intimate details of your life and they can actually help you and support you in ways that you otherwise, you know, wouldn't be able to do that. And then this is the same person that you lay down with, you know what I mean? And wake up to powerful. 
There's a lot of marriages today and a lot of relationships where, you know, this person doesn't even know you well enough. You got a you got a homegirl or, you know, a close friend who knows more about you than the person that you lay down with. And and honestly, your husband and your wife and the person that you are, you know, you claim as your mate, that should be the person that you're working hard to have that close connection with so that you can have like the full scope of what I believe what God wants in a marriage um, is this one flesh where there's just total synergy, you know, total synergy. I see you, you see me, I see you struggling. Let me come and help you. You see me struggling, you come and help me and let's build together like this and let's not shame one another and love each other. Like it's a crazy thing that um, when we have, when we have shortcomings, we make mistakes that we hold on so much to resentment and bitterness, you know, and it's such a crazy thing. I, I talk about this for my married friends. Um, when there's challenges, there's just feel like there's like these, these marriage struggles, you know? And I'm like, oh, that's, that's married people stuff. I'll say. And I say that because if you're dating, people just break up over stuff like, you know, married, you know, married, uh, marriage struggles where I think about for, for married folks is say, to say to them, you know, um, you have to remind yourself, you have to remind yourself of your core. You have to remind yourself of the love. You have to remind yourself of the vulnerability. You have to remind yourself that it, that you have to, you, you play a part, you know, in the hardening of hearts, you play a part in your own resentment and your own unforgiveness and bitterness, you know, and somebody, like I said, someone's going to have to take the lead. So when a man loves a woman, you know, I feel like he will do, he will go out of his out of his way and here's the here's the thing that i'll say to a lot of to a lot of women when man feel like he's going out of his way there are sometimes when a woman's like that ain't nothing you haven't impressed me at all right he's like no, i'm doing all these different things and i love you like this and i i've done this and i've sacrificed this and she's like not impressed doesn't mean anything like it's not reaching her at all that's not what she needs and and, I, and again, it can go vice versa. But when that's happening with a man, it really pulls him back. You know, it pulls him back and it pulls him away. Um, and I would just say, you know, to anyone that's in a, you know, in a marriage, especially love relationship that you, um, you know, that you, that you meet each other in vulnerability constantly, because if you don't, um, it's definitely something that is hard to, um, uh, definitely hard to just have that connection if you don't right so um i want to say too um this is this is coming from q because this is um well you know I'm, this is coming from me from my heart i believe men you know once we deal with our pride and unfortunately we were kind of born into this thing fellas uh, once we deal with our pride men um i believe and i know deep down in our hearts that um what what we have in our hearts as far as love. I, I believe we have an even greater capacity. You know, what what the stigma is, is that, you know, that women hold all the love and we, we you know, we honor all of our women, we honor our mothers. Um, but I truly believe that the responsibility to lead um, in love is on men. And so I challenge every man, you know, to deal with your ego, deal with your pride. You know, deal with um, your fear, you know, deal with the shame and guilt, because once we can tear those things apart, there's something there's something that you have deep down inside that will allow you to, to love like um, 
to love the agape love. It'll help you to love um, beyond the flesh, you know, beyond, beyond the needs. You know what I mean? You know, and if there's a lot of men who are walking around who think that they need a, a woman who is a size this and, you know, body type like that and hair, you know, and honestly, when it's all said and done, like the vulnerability of a man, we still need connection. We still need to be able to trust you, you know, and that's something when we when we have trust and we have connection with the woman um, again, we will do amazing things, women Um ladies um and so fellas I, I just say to you if you are um you know if you're still walking in pride and you're still you know and i'm gonna say this there's a lot of mantras out there there's the alpha male there's all these um you know there's all these different ideas of what a man is supposed to be and i'm gonna tell you a man who can be vulnerable a man who can um who can shed his pride and um uh, and you know kind of rebuke shame on himself and anybody else around him to me, it takes a lot of strength. You know what I mean? The man who can love and be selfless uh, and prioritize his, his wife, his woman, um, is a lot more to me impressive to me than a man who is who can you know who is almost in is feeling entitled by it because you know because of his stature. You know, because at the end of the day, money has not that money has has not kept the rich married. Um, money, money has not saved marriages. Money has, um, has, has not been, you know, has, has not been the end all be all. I do want to say, um, a man leads, a man who leads with love and doesn't rely on his financial contribution and, and physical presence to me is a man is when a man loves a woman. That means he's relying on his faith. He's relying on his hope. He's relying on um, the desire that he has for you. You know, he's he's relying on the image of God that you were made in. He's relying on um, God's word. He's relying on truth. Um, he's relying on love. You know, he's relying on your friendship. He's relying on connection. Um, there, are, there's a, there's a lot of. There's a lot of people right now just resting and nesting in, you know, in these uh, traditions that, you know, tradition of like, you know, I, um, you know, I make, you know, I'm the breadwinner, you know, and all these different things. And I just want to say that that's not enough, fellas. It's not enough for you and it's not enough for her. So when a man loves a woman, um, he'll put away his boyish ways. He'll set boundaries. We talked about um, he'll, he'll be a better communicator. Um, he'll be on, he'll, he'll be honest about himself. He'll let you know about his shortcomings. And, um, again, we talked about, he was going to pray for you and he, and he works on himself and, um, he thinks about forever, you know, he'll, he'll put forever, forever or be in the conversation. And, um, yeah, when a man loves a woman. So that's all I have. Um, uh, that's all I have. I do want to say, um, this this weekend this you know Super Bowl Sunday I, you know I'm hoping everybody has a good time and enjoys the halftime show uh I'm really excited the, the concert to me is bigger than anything even bigger than the actual game even though I love football and be enjoying the game uh, but also to the lovers um you know do inventory I think you know um re, you know set your expectations you know for connection 
that's my you know that's my um, suggestion i do think that um you um you know you want to take the obligation out of valentine's day out you know i I heard some things today where you know fellas if you don't get her flowers you know what i mean how much you're going to regret it and to me if my relationship was pending on flowers and dinner um to on one particular day that is really like just a american you know just a a tradition type thing um I, i would personally have an issue with that but i would say you know make it you know make it your own and um take the obligation out of it do things from the heart and um and do things for connection whatever you have plans um take time to write in those cards take time to prepare yourself for you know for each other present yourself to one another you know just the same way you did when you met on the first date you presented yourself you got you got your nails done your hair did you got your, your hair cut you got shaved you put on cologne whatever that you did you know what i mean you have your you have the excitement you know um bring that you know bring that to your you know to your significant other um and present yourselves um for love and connection and um and i and i believe that you know when we when we can identify when we can identify ourselves and allow ourselves to love men. Um, we can do that. We can probably have a much more better experience in, in our relationship. So, uh, but that's it. I want to tell you guys, thank you again for, um, you know, for tuning in to Q's lounge. Um, again, Q's lounge is a space for everybody. It's a space for vulnerabilities, a space to talk about all matters of the heart, um, music, entertainment. These are things that, um, that are, you know, that are always on my heart. I do want to say thank you for everyone who is following me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Um, I'm still looking for more followers. I've got a lot of followers on these different platforms, but I don't have enough followers yet to go live on TikTok. So I'm just putting a I'm just putting a plug out there um, for you to follow. I'm also asking for you to share the podcast. If you're listening to this on replay or on Facebook, uh, please share it. But do please um, um, subscribe on YouTube as well. We're growing the platform. We got more that we want to do this year uh, to collaborate. There's going to be more conversation about um, love and music and things that, um, you know, that are just for this space. This is our space. Q's Lounge is our space. So thank you guys um, for the love. Thank you for the feedback. Uh, Thank you for, you know, listening to me and allowing me to share my heart and to connect with you. And, um, yeah, happy Valentine's Day and uh, happy Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, God bless you guys. We'll see you guys soon. Peace.